Good evening, Missoula. You are listening to 105.5 KFGM, Missoula's community radio station. Streaming online live at 1055kfgm.org. My name is Becca, and we are starting Becca's Evening Buzz. And I, uh, if for those of you out there listening who don't know about my show, I'm going to give you a brief rundown uh, as soon as I turn off this really loud fan that I forgot to turn off. Every week, I interview someone from the community. And uh, not only do I interview someone from the community, I also uh, play guitar and play some live tunes uh, throughout to break it up and to give my guests a little rest um, so that they enjoy themselves as well. And this week, my guest is Monique Fortman. She is the Director of Adult Education at the Lifelong Learning Center uh, right here in Missoula. And uh, I'll make my own confession right at the beginning of the show. I used to teach uh, yoga there before I uh, had my son. And that was a long time ago, though. And uh, recently, I've still been on the sub list. And recently, uh, Monique reached out to me and said, Becca, do you still want to sub? Do you still want to get these emails? And I said, mm, I haven't taught in a long time. Maybe not. But would you like to come on my show? <laughs> And she said yes. So I'm really hoping that Monique's microphone works. And um, would you mind just saying a couple words and we'll see if we've got you turned on? I'd still put you back on that sub list, you know. <laughs> um, great. You are loud and clear, except I'm not sure if you're quite as loud uh, as I want you to be. So I'm going to turn, uh, turn your... Oh, you're already turned up pretty far. I might just have you sit just a little closer and, yeah, you just get cozy with that mic. Um and uh, let's see, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself. I'll make sure your volume is good. And uh, Monique, you have been with the Lifelong Learning Center for 29 years. Uh, you look like you are 29 years old. So, <laughs> Well, I, I told Becca that I started when I was 12, but that's not really the case. And I, and I believed her. I was like, wow, you must have been like helping children. Teach. But wait, it's adult education. I'm confused. <laughs> So that's right. I have been there a long time, um, but I love what I do, so it's a great place to be. I started um, teaching shorthand. I think I told you that, and uh, so that kind of ages me a bit. Shorthand, accounting, computer classes, and uh, just kind of moved up the chain. Had a great mentor and then became the director, so it's been a great experience, and uh, we continue to try to do as much as we can for the community. I am a native Montana girl, so I migrated to the western part of the state in the mid-80s and couldn't leave the mountains and the lakes. So Missoula was stuck with me after I got here. Um, and you're from eastern Montana then? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, Anything like the Lifelong Learning Center anywhere in eastern Montana? Well, I was just east of Billings in a tiny little community. So Billings has uh, an adult education program, but not quite as, I would say, diverse as what we do here. Is uh, the Lifelong Learning Center, does it have affiliates throughout the state, or is that a different adult education uh, lo location in Billings? Everybody's different. So adult education in Montana is actually uh, run through the K-12 districts. So every K-12 school district has the opportunity of having an adult education program. 
Oh, but the Lifelong Learning Center is not funded, uh, right, the same way as the public system. That it's a do- totally different. It it is different, yet it's the same. So we get uh, a small amount of what's called permissive millage to be able to provide basic skills instruction for individuals that are 16 years of age and older that may not have either completed their high school diploma or are wanting to do some retraining to go back to school. Um, And then we have a full community-based program that is fee-based, so we collect fees for the classes. So it's, it's a two-fold program. However, we have so many different pockets and divisions that it ends up being everything from parent education to continuing and uh, workforce education. Uh, so I didn't realize that the Lifelong Learning Center is a resource for, bye Lucas, <laughs> is a resource for uh, kids who don't finish high school and uh, still kind of want to get uh, r- right finish with, with maybe without going to <laughs> right high school I know that story all too well because I did I got my GED and uh, I would have loved to take classes at a place like the lifelong learning center uh, instead of my high school for sure so we do offer the high school equivalency exam which used to be the GED in the state of Montana it's now called the high set it's but we offer that and uh, so We actually see people anywhere from the age of 16 all the way up to 80 coming into us and working on increasing those basic skills so that they can earn a high school equivalency diploma. Uh, and then uh, I, I'm assuming they, they pay for they pay for that, or is that included in the public education sort of? So we write grants to be able to get federal, state, and then some of the local millage to be able to provide those classes for our students for free. It costs them for the test, but all of the instruction they receive for us, from us is free. And then we also are serving all of the refugees that are coming into town in our English language learner classrooms. Oh, wow. How cool. See, I haven't been around the Lifelong Learning Center in quite a long time, and you guys have been growing and growing and growing. Uh, I don't know if you were giving refugee classes six or seven years ago? We had a small English as a second language program, but it wasn't quite as robust as it is now that Missoula is seeing the refugees and the IRC has uh, opened, reopened in Missoula. So I think last year we served about 150, maybe a little less, of the refugee adults that came into Missoula, working on trying to improve their English language skills as well as uh, obtaining some employment-related skills, maybe some healthcare terminology, um, getting their driver's license, working on citizenship. And in many cases, working on just reading and writing and speaking English. And is that uh, something, the the cost of which is also uh, covered, or do those folks? Yes. So we do write grants to be able to provide that free of charge to those folks. Wow, what an amazing resource, uh, all this stuff. See, I knew I was going to learn about the Lifelong Learning Center in the course of this show. I've been trying to get my guitar up and running, and sometimes it really... uh, it takes it takes a moment uh, for some reason, but um, and and unfortunately, I, I have to admit to you that the show doesn't officially start until I play the evening ditty, 
Um, and so I, I try to get my guitar going, but it is not registering whatsoever. So we're going to talk for just another moment uh, while I fiddle with this. And uh, luckily, you're comfortable uh, just <laughs> filling airtime with cool stuff. So um, you've been with the Lifelong Learning Center, like we said, for 29 years. And you started off uh, teaching, uh, what's it called again? Short, shorthand. Shorthand. Were there many people in that class? It was full. Wow. Yes, it was full. And I walked into, so I came out of teaching high school business classes. And I got recruited to teach an evening class in shorthand. And I walked into that first shorthand class to a group of 20 people that were eager to be there. They paid money. Can you believe it? They paid money to come to one of my classes and to learn a new skill. I didn't have to worry about attendance. I didn't have to worry about calling their parents. It was a great experience. And I thought, oh my goodness, I have died and gone to heaven. Why would I want to do anything else with my career? And that's where I stayed. And then, um, and then you, it sounds like you kind of took on other classes then kind of as, right, you got more comfortable with the... Taught accounting, taught... We, we transitioned out of shorthand to speed writing, which was the new thing of the times. And then uh, taught quite a bit of accounting, business classes, as well as computers and technology. After just teaching for a few years, an administrative position came open, and there happened to be an incredible mentor in the program at the time, and he mentored me, and when he was ready to retire, then it was a great opportunity for me to step into some pretty big shoes. So it was only a few years that you were teaching uh, at the Lifelong Learning Center, and then you stepped into direct or a few years after that? A few years after that. I did an, an operations and marketing position for a while um, to really get my feet wet and get some grant writing experience under my belt. And I also went back and got my master's during that time. So it was probably five to eight years of in-depth learning on the job as well as education that prepared me to then be the director. What did you end up getting your master's in? Public administration. And that was uh, in, in line with the Lifelong Learning Center? Did you do it? So my, my undergrad degree is in business education with a minor in accounting. So I always decided if I decided I didn't really want to be in a high school classroom that I would have an opportunity being in business and accounting. And however, I, I pretty much knew from the time I was middle school that I was headed to be in education. It just seemed to be my calling. And uh, but I wanted to make sure I had a backup plan in case that didn't work. So when I got into adult education, I realized that adult education is different than K-12 education. And rather than going on into the education department and getting a leadership uh, master's degree in education, that I wanted to see the other side of it. So with public administration, uh, we studied more personnel issues and human resources and public policy and administration. So it just gave me a more rounded view of where I could go. And 
Um, I think it gave me really good skills then to be able to lead the division into not only being really strong in education and curriculum, but also strong in understanding community needs. Wow. I mean, I just know my experience of the Lifelong Learning Center is having taught yoga there and it was such a chill, easy place to come and teach yoga. And um, everybody there, all the adults were so easygoing. I, yeah, I'll probably say easygoing a bunch of times to describe the Lifelong Learning Center. Um, but I, I think you must have, you must bring that to that space, right? Like it wouldn't be like that unless you knew what you were doing. And <laughs> you were kind of a chill, calm person yourself. Um, did how did you how did you know to do that or kind of make it that space because I think it's a my brother um, took some classes there for college prep and he really liked it so how did you kind of know to make it this this open kind of easygoing place where adults can come and it doesn't feel like right they they have to they have to ace the class or like that pressure is not there so Part of what we understand when we talk about adult learners is adult learners are different than K-12 learners. So if you go into a typical K-12 classroom, I don't care if it's an elementary school classroom, middle school, or a high school classroom, you're going to see stimuli all around you, right? So you're going to, if you walk into a first grade classroom, you're going to see the alphabet, and you're going to see colors, and you're going to see all of this stuff to help kids learn and expose them to things. Well, we as adults are used to that, and we make decisions on a daily basis, and we have many more responsibilities. So when we walk into a place of education, we don't need all of that. We need to find a space where we can get rid of that so that we can be open to new things and experiencing different things. And focus. So, yeah, and focus, <laughs> right? So, so what you see and what you feel is that we have worked on taking an elementary school building that was full of all of that stimuli full of primary colors, reds, bright reds, bright greens, bright blues, and then you'll see us in a more muted environment. Uh, you will see carpeted floors so that it's nice and quiet, and you'll see classrooms that are really designed and developed around more of a professional educational learning environment. I think... Uh when I was teaching yoga there, I could have come and taken some of the classes or right at a discount or something like that. And unfortunately, silly me, I never did. But um, I, I do remember that the, the classroom that I taught yoga in was then like the same classroom where the guitar was taught uh, after I was done. And I think you guys kind of roll, roll the rooms, turn the rooms over, right, and uh, get lots of uses out of them. Um, I did get my guitar up and running, and we're going to check the volume real quick, and I'm going to play the evening ditty, and uh, maybe just put a song out there to give you some breathing space, and I don't even know what song I'm going to play yet, but I'll figure it out. Um, you asked me if I have a list of questions for you, and I said, no. <laughs> and uh, for those of you out there listening, this, this show is, is not prepared. Um, but life is not prepared, right? We can, we can prepare for things and then they go totally differently than we think. Uh, or we could not prepare for things and just 
just take it just like life. <laughs> um, so uh, here we go. This is the evening, evening ditty. Becca's evening buzz. Wind down your evening with us. We've got live tunes for you and a guest or two. Monique Fortman with the Lifelong Learning Center. You wanna get the load down, find out what's up in this town. Took me quite a while. You'd, you'd be surprised to switch from the morning ditty to the evening ditty because I put it in a different key and I thought, <laughs> oh, this will be easy. So we're official. We can start now. It did. Yes. Okay. It started. All right. So, so we'll just, all that stuff we talked about doesn't count, right? We're going to have to repeat it. Uh, oh, oh, no. Yeah, sorry. I, I can't remember that much. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the intro. Uh, <laughs> no, it's this kind of this ongoing joke I have that I, I think is kind of funny. So sometimes I don't play the ditty till I'm like halfway into the show and or like half an hour at least and because I get carried away talking to my guest and anyway let's see I uh, I just played this song not too long ago and I don't think I've played it on my show in a little while and um, maybe it has something to do with adult education I don't know how many songs I can play that have to do with adult education uh, but we can make anything work right <laughs> okay. we're flexible yeah. it's all about being flexible I thought maybe I'll play Angel from Montgomery because if the gal in Angel from Montgomery had had some adult education she might not have needed to right fly from Montgomery become an angel and fly from Montgomery right because adult education because gives gives us some more options so maybe I'll play that song later but that's not the song I'm gonna play right now um this song I wrote when I turned 37 just yesterday. Ooh. Just kidding. No, it wasn't just yesterday. Um, but it was It was within the last couple of years. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's called the Magic Pill 37 Blues Mantra.
song uh, once again is called the magic pill 37 blues mantra my name is becca we are already half an hour into becca's evening buzz and i've got monique fortman in the studio with us tonight and we are talking about the lifelong learning center monique is the uh, director of adult education at the lifelong learning center right here in missoula and um it's such a great resource for anybody who isn't in college anymore, doesn't want to pay for college anymore, uh, yet still wants to do things like uh, take uh, take guitar lessons or uh, actually you guys offer so many classes. Why don't you, could you run down some of the options for a second? Oh my goodness. I don't know that I could even start at the top and end at the bottom. <laughs> But what we really want to do is because, you know, not everybody's had a great experience in education, right? right. And, and we look like a school from the outside of our building. We are a converted elementary school building. And when you drive by us or park next to us, we look like a school. Kind of looks like you're going to elementary school. It kind of feels like that. <laughs> and because, you know, maybe your last experience in a school may not have been the most positive one. Our goal is to make sure that everybody in our facility feels welcome and has a positive experience with education. So whether you are in our classrooms to try to improve your basic reading, writing, math skills to maybe pass your high school equivalency exam, or if you are in one of our classrooms to learn some new parenting techniques or learn calligraphy or yoga or a healthy way of eating or welding, our goal is to make sure that you have that positive experience, you feel successful, you feel welcome, so that it's something that you will embrace and continue to be a lifelong learner. And about 10 years ago, we actually changed from, we are the adult education division of Missoula County Public Schools, but what we really do and what we have as a vision and a mission and a passion is for people to be lifelong learners. We want them to, we want adults to engage in learning so that their kids see that. We want grandparents to engage in learning so that their kids and their grandkids see that. Education doesn't have to be scary. It can be fun. It 
isn't always fun, right? I, I get that. However, uh, if at first you don't succeed, you try and try again. And that's what we want people to see and feel and experience. We want them to have a good experience with us and a positive experience. And we want to teach, especially those students of ours that may not have made it uh, to their high school diploma, we want to teach them to be good consumers of their education. So making sure that they learn how to be good students and they learn how to seek out the right opportunities for themselves. And sometimes that means going on to training programs. Sometimes it means going on to Missoula College, University of Montana, some other post-secondary education institutions. But sometimes it takes us as individuals a few decades to find out where our passion really lies to know where we want to go later in life. Why do, why do you think adults get to pick and choose what they want to learn and they don't have to have report cards, right? And, and that makes them want to learn, right, and not stop learning and all of that stuff. And, and then, like, kids, K through 12, you know, have to do the report card. Like, they have the learning squeezed out of them, like that, that desire, right, can get squeezed out of a lot of kids going through K through 12. Um, so, but it's all part of the Missoula County Public schools. We are system. part of Missoula County Public Schools. So adult education in the state of Montana is actually run through K through 12 districts. So well, how do they relinquish that control that they have over the children and let the adults just do what they want? Uh, well, they don't really get to do what they want. <laughs> <laughs> it may seem like that and it might feel like that. We do in our in all of our programs have a very specific curriculum. And even in our yoga classes, when you taught yoga, we make sure that every one of our uh, classes has an educational component. So you may come in, be coming in for a more physical fitness-based class. However, we work really hard on integrating anatomy and physiology and healthy living and breathing and things like that are intertwined into all of our classes. So. I don't know if I should be telling everybody this, but you might be thinking you're coming in just for a yoga experience. However, you're going to walk out smarter <laughs> than when you walked in. And that's kind of our plan, right? And and I kind of look at us as being the gateway into other educational opportunities. We work really hard on keeping the cost of our classes low. So all individuals can engage in them. And then if it's something that people find a passion and a love or want to do outside of our facility, make sure that they know where their options are available that they can do it in other places. So you give people, do you actually kind of counsel people a little bit? Um, is that kind of the direction it, it takes or? It depends. We try not, I mean, they're adults, right? We are adults. How often is it effective when you tell adults what to do? Well, I still like advice, so. <laughs> That's true. Some people do. Some people do. So those people that seek our advice, we share it. Uh, if you come to us and you're not seeking our advice and you know what you want to do, we certainly don't share Right, gotcha. Sounds smart. <laughs> we want you to come back to us, right? So we don't necessarily always want to tell you what to do. Uh, we want you to learn what to do that works best for you. 
And so do you, how do you, so like when you started 29 years ago with the Lifelong Learning Center. Do you have to keep saying 29 well, years? I'm just so impressed because <laughs> you look so amazing. I think I should say it like every two two minutes or something <laughs> like that. But um, Because you're not just a director. Um, you also teach at the Lifelong Learning Center. And you just came from a, a spin class that I you, did. you taught. I did. And and I've been to like a couple spin classes in my life. And the, the teacher also sits there and spins along with the class. So right? Oh, no, I'm a slacker. Ah! I just tell them what to do and sit there and don't do anything at all. <laughs> but so I just told my spin class that I was coming here. So if uh, they heard that, uh, I have to make it up to them next week, just so you know. Well, but initially you told me that you were going to be all sweaty and that you were going to need to order some food, but you must have changed, changed your mind. Or do you get sweaty just sitting there? No, I... I I dried off. I put on new clothes, so I tried to be presentable. Well, I'm confused though. If you didn't, if you didn't sit there and spin with no, everybody else, okay, I did. Uh -huh. I did. I, did. <laughs> I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was on the bike and I was cycling like crazy with the rest of them. So yeah, I do still teach a lot of classes. I teach uh, both at the Lifelong Learning Center and I teach at another facility in town. And I teach everything from cycling to boot camp to Pilates and yoga and bar. And I don't teach Ula. I'm not a very good dancer. So that's one one I stay away from. I, I like how I feel like you've done some uh, like, what do you call that? Uh, multi multi multitasking or like cross cross purpose, right? Because you get your fitness along with your I teaching do. and your yes. Because I didn't hear you say you're teaching any math classes or any. I am not teaching math. <laughs> However, I do teach computer classes occasionally still. So I'll, I mean, but it sounds like you have a busy teaching schedule. How do you teach all those classes and still direct the Lifelong Learning Center? Uh, I have a great team. Ah. Right? So I think a good leader will make sure that they have a great team around them and have people that are not necessarily exactly like them uh, so that my weaknesses, I find people that have strengths in those areas. Uh, I do work a lot of hours a week. I, I, I won't negate that. Um, but I'm also passionate about what I do and the rewards come to back, back to me in so many ways that many times it doesn't feel like work. Um, well, that's... It, Nice to know that you didn't just hire a bunch of mini me's to uh, right to help you out. That you sought diversity in your your staff. And how many folks do you have, kind of as assistant staffing? So that's a loaded question. We have over two hundred instructors a year, and then our main administrative staff, which includes our custodians, is me and about five and a half others. I don't know how you get a half, but part time. Yeah, part time. I love that you included the custodians in there. Absolutely. They are some of our best workers and uh, people that come into our facility are adults and they expect a certain level of cleanliness uh, and customer service. Our custodians provide a great level of customer service for us. Um, I I think that c people who clean get overlooked so often. Absolutely. Yet nobody would be able to function in any space without the folks cleaning it. 
So, um, yeah, I just I think it's super cool that you just mentioned the, the custodians. And um, and I remember the Lifelong Learning Center always being very nice and clean, which you need if you're going to turn a class over from like teaching uh, guitar to or yoga to right teaching. <laughs> we do. We do. You never know what's going to be in our classrooms. And we do have to schedule very strategically. So, yes, many nights you would finish up yoga, and as soon as you were finished in there, the music stands and the chairs would come out so our guitar players could come in. And now it's ukulele and piano and a few other things. So you just never know. Nice. I actually know a lady who told me she was taking ukulele lessons at the Lifelong Learning Center, and uh, she told me ukulele was way more difficult than she ever thought. So I considered that she was having a successful experience. <laughs> that means she's learning, right? Yes. It's, it's all about lifelong learning. Sometimes we as learners are not as fast as others, and that's okay. You come back and take the class a few times, and that's all right. I want to throw a little piece of wisdom from my six-year-old in there. He's not an adult, obviously, but um, he, he's been learning the, the fiddle and um, taking baby steps with it. But it's been cool to see how far along he's come with it. And one day he said... Uh, that it was a big trick. Learning the fiddle was a big trick. And I, I said, what do you mean? It's a big trick. And he said, well, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and what he meant was, because we talked about it a little bit more, was that it's so challenging. It seems like the trick is, it seems like you can't do it. It seems like you shouldn't be able to do it. Um, and that's, that's the trick, that challenging things, you have to work at them and work at them. Uh, to make to make them work right. If you see someone playing the ukulele and just killing it, uh, you have to take a moment to also realize that they've probably been doing it for a long time, uh, and that if you want to want to play ukulele like that person, you're you're going to have to also put the time uh, and practice into it. Um, do you? get much um, like say someone comes in and takes their guitar lessons do you offer guitar one and two or like beginner and advanced we do we offer a beginning guitar class and then we offer just maybe some specialty classes like maybe you want to just come on in and just do rock music so we'll do a rock or we'll do a blues but we really we don't do a lot of advanced classes in anything I think there's enough professionals in our community that if you're going to do some of that advanced study, that it's great for you to engage with those professionals in our community. Uh, we, for our classes to be able to run, we set a minimum number of students to be enrolled in them. And many times when you start looking at those intermediate and advanced levels, there really aren't enough people at exactly the same level wanting the same thing for us to be able to offer that. So we really encourage folks then to seek out additional levels to advance in our community. Oh, that's so cool. I, I, you're making me want to come back to the <laughs> Lifelong Learning Center. Well, I told you I still want you on that sub list, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, well, I actually have an interview uh, tomorrow to be a a real estate assistant to a lady here in town. And if that doesn't pan out, you might be hearing from me. All righty. <laughs> um, if it does pan out, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really happy about that, though, because uh, it is, it's, it's the, getting through the winter in this town can be, um, especially if you have a bunch of side, you know, side occupations like, like I do, 
Um, yeah, getting through the winter can be very challenging indeed. And um, so, yeah, I have my real estate license and have taken all this side, you know, side jobs to try to make income while I then become a realtor. Ha ha ha. But instead, I found myself really just then all my time goes to my side jobs and uh, and not so much to real estate unless I have clients that I'm actively working with, uh, which which also hasn't happened so often. So it would be awesome to be an assistant to someone who's made it. It would be like a, like a learning, ex- you know. It would, <laughs> it would be a great mentor, right? Yes. Exactly like I had. Absolutely, absolutely. I encourage that. Yeah, and then I wouldn't have to spend all of my side, you know, energy doing side work. And granted, I, I've picked up some really cool side work. I work for Log Jam. I work for um, Badlander Catering. I tutor German um, work for another company called RMR. So stage crew is really fun and it's cool cause I play music, but, uh, it's still been pretty tight. <laughs> so yeah, this town, this town is so full of challenges and, um, especially for adults, right? Trying to get by if they don't have a master's degree. Um, and adult education, I'm coming back to adult education okay. now. I was, I was weaving around a little bit, but, um, it, I mean, I think that you know we we reach a we get out of college we go out into the world and uh, some people fall right into their line of work and awesome then they do that for the next thirty or forty years then they retire and boom right but a lot of people don't have that trajectory anymore these days right they get out of college they try to enter the workforce but maybe they studied something like anthropology or something like i studied like german and russian right so then you get try to get into the workforce and suddenly you realize that you went to college for 4 years and you don't really have skills that are marketable in the area that you live in um and so what do you do then right um if you want to keep growing and learning and that's when it's good to try out things perhaps that you never thought you might do, right? I know maybe the Lifelong Learning Center doesn't offer real estate training, but I bet you get a lot of folks. We used to. Oh, really? Yes, we did. We did. That's what? See, that's the beauty of being around so many years and almost decades is that we actually used to have a pretty robust real estate school at the Lifelong Learning Center through adult education. What happened to it? We, You know, the demand, of course, when the market ebbs and flows, the demand for real estate training ebbs and flows. And since the last time that we have done it with the online education components and things like that, it just really wasn't feasible for us to continue to do it because it's... It's extensive training. It's 80 plus hours that we would have our folks come in and it gets expensive. So when it's extensive, it's it's expensive, right? So um, while we felt like we did a really great job in general education for folks, not only getting them to pass the exam, the math and the real estate exam, but also to be prepared as professionals, Um, We just, we couldn't do it at a cost that people could go get that training someplace else. We, of course, were biased and felt that we could do it better, but, you know, better is not always the best. Well, I did my, um, yeah, I did my um, training, let's see, now, two and a half, three years ago, and uh, I I used a company called Canole Morton. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And um, maybe they came into town right when you guys were getting out of the picture. I'm not sure, but they were awesome um, because they didn't teach me like anything about real estate. They taught me how to pass, pass the, the test. test. Yes, um, the test. Uh, for all of you out there listening, whoever thought it might be wonderful to be a realtor, uh, you should know that the test to become a realtor is like, you might as well take a test to become a fish. You could. <laughs> it's so such a funny test. Uh, it doesn't seem to have anything to do with um, real estate. Um, just a, And I think that comes from people, the people who write the test have nothing to do with real estate. And they want you to fail, so you have to pay to take it again from the same company. That's my, my take on the whole thing. But uh, the gentlemen with Canole Martin were awesome. They were hilarious. And it was eight days of class, like eight to ten hours a day. So probably somewhere around the 80 hours you mentioned. Right. And what we would do is we would actually offer our class two evenings a week. So we stretched it out uh, so that we didn't do the just come in and cram for the test. And we had a number of realtors that would come in, um, current realtors and appraisers and people in the profession would come in and, and speak with folks. But uh, the Morton and Canole or Canole and Morton, I can't remember which way, it, Morton, yeah. which way it goes. They also do the insurance um, training for folks that are trying to become insurance agents. And the only reason I'm mentioning that is at the Lifelong Learning Center, we have a Pearson View Testing Center. So anybody in this part of the state that's trying to become an insurance agent, they can come to the Lifelong Learning Center on Wednesdays and Saturdays and take their Montana State insurance exams. And then we also do the fingerprinting that's required for uh, the criminal background check for the insurance uh, industry. So just kind of adding that on that that's one of the services. And it's not just our Pearson View Testing Center isn't just for Montana State insurance. We do everything from Microsoft testing and Cisco testing, but it's really higher level professional education testing and certification. A number of like the building inspectors uh, have to come in and take their test with us so that they can continue to maintain their licensing. I didn't realize that you guys do so much testing at the Lifelong Learning Center. I was kind of coming around. I think you kind of started going in the direction I was go slowly going with my, my question about real estate, um, which is, yeah, that you probably get a lot of folks who are considering going into other careers or trying something new and want right, to try it out or get the intro, um, see if it really is something that they're interested in. Um, like uh, in insurance, right? Do you have mm -hmm. a lot of... So we don't actually do any of the insurance training, but we do have a lot of workforce training programs. Uh, we have the Certified Nursing Assistant Program. We also have a phlebotomy program. Do you know what phlebotomy is? This is a test for you. Yeah, you know what? I feel like I, I you're going to have to tell me because I used to feel like I know what phlebotomy is. but So everybody wants to have a good phlebotomist. Mm. And a good phlebotomist is someone who draws your blood. Ah. Right? So you want to make sure that they have excellent training. Yeah, because I've heard horror stories. You don't want to be a human pincushion. So we teach people how to be effective phlebotomists. We also have a chairside dental assisting program. And we do a lot of first aid and CPR training. 
So we have quite a few workforce-related programs that we do right in our facility, but then we also have a collaboration with Missoula College, and we're doing some what we would call pre-vocational training programs. So individuals that might be interested in moving into the culinary arts program at Missoula College can come get their feet wet in culinary arts with us to make sure that's really where they want to go. We have a basic food handler certification class. We have a basic cooking class where people learn how to make, um, do salad prep, and also make sauces and um, different cooking techniques like sauteing and frying. And I'm not a cook, so the, the level of my knowledge just, we just capped out there. And then we also have a knife handlers class so you come in and you actually get to take home a professional chef's knife and you learn all the different cutting techniques and you get to practice those. So individuals that are looking at potentially going into the culinary field or are really just needing an entry level job in the food service industry, it's a great opportunity for them to come in and get some of that training so that they're more employable and they have those skills that are needed. Do you ever get to kind of follow up with folks and figure out, you know, like, hey, they came to the the culinary right prep school and now how are they doing two months later or something like that? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. A lot of times it's just anecdotal. People will walk in and say, oh, my gosh, that was the best thing ever. And now I have a job here. So one thing with our funding and when people come in and pay for those classes themselves we don't do a, a ton of follow-up with that type of work. However, with all of our grant programs that we have, we do follow-up with them. And we actually do a check with employment records every quarter to see if any of the students we've served have become employed. So some of the, the grant funds, yes, require that, but others uh, that are basically the fee-based classes, we don't necessarily do that specific follow-up. How much of the education at Lifelong Learning Center is funded by grants, and how much is funded by people paying? So about 20 to 25% of our funds come through grants. Another 20 to 25% comes from local millage. It's, it's considered what's called a permissive mill that if you own property in Missoula City or county, depending on the districts that you're in, potentially feeds into that permissive mill for adult education. And then about 50% of it comes from tuition. I'm not exactly sure what a permissive mill is. But is that something to do with grants? You no, said it's, it's part I'm, of the taxes you pay. Oh, I owned a lot for a little while, but I I currently rent, so um, maybe I just don't know. So that. your landlord is paying that tax. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Sip. Um. <laughs> You're welcome. You're supporting us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so if somebody's low income, right, is that is that a criteria for getting grant? Like, can they come in and say, like, I'm low income? Can I, right, did they qualify? So here's, here's what I tell folks. All of our grant-funded programs, those classes are free. So if you want to improve your math and your writing skills or 
learn English language or prep to go on to a uh, maybe a post-secondary education program, transition to college, that kind of stuff. We write grants that's free to the individuals. All of those fee-based classes are discounted for everybody. Oh. So everybody gets a great deal when they come to us. And they get a great deal for a couple of reasons. Number one, we re work really hard to keep our prices as low as possible. So we, while we, we kind of, we don't have senior citizens discounts for those fee-based classes. We don't have um, an income stay at scale or a sliding fee scale for those we just work really hard to make sure they're always as low as we can possibly go with the price. The only one real discount we have is if you register for a class at least a week before it starts, you save five bucks. Oh, well, that's nice. And that goes to everybody. Everybody huh? gets it. So everybody gets a discount. And if you register early, you are eligible for the early bird discount. Oh, well, lovely. Any idea how many people are, are taking classes at the Lifelong Learning Center at any given point in time? Or like now, I guess? So on a day like today, at the Lifelong Learning Center, there will be probably about 450 to 500 people that walk through the doors. Wow. But I have to point out, we don't just use that facility. We partner and we collaborate with a, a, quite a few other facilities here in town that allows us to offer adult education in different places. So for instance, Monday nights, we have pickleball classes at Target Range. Pickleball? Pickleball. Maybe just, if you don't mind, explain to folks what, what that is, because I have no idea. Pickleball is a combination of tennis and badminton put together. So it looks like a the net looks like it's almost as tall as a tennis court net, but the court itself is about the size of a badminton court, and you play with a paddle and a ball that looks like a wiffle ball. So, see, you're not old enough to know what pickleball is. I know what badminton is and tennis. I know what pickleball is. <laughs> I am old enough to know what pickleball is. <laughs> You're trying to make me feel young. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. No, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever heard of pickleball. Uh, I love the name, though. Um, and uh, I am prepping to play one more song here because it's almost the top of the hour already. And, um, and I do think I'm going to play Angel from Montgomery just because it's a song about not having options. And, uh, and I believe the Lifelong Learning Center provides options, so... You could just tell yourself you don't have options like the, the gal in this song. And it's a beautiful song, really is. Suffering leads to beautiful, beautiful music. Um, but uh, suffering isn't always so fun. And uh, education, the, the one wonderful thing I think about education, well, just many, may, may, perhaps many things, but one is that it gives you choices. And uh, if you feel stuck in life, you, you can have choices if you just have to seek them out a little bit and... Now, the Lifelong Learning Center offers so many choices for adults, uh, right? Looking to change directions, find something new, try out something new, right? We don't have to just get old and just... I, I guess the, the thing I'm resisting here is like, I was born this kind of person, and I'm this kind of person, and I'm going to 
go to my grave as this kind of person, right? Um, and that that's great if if you want to be one kind of person your your whole life. But uh, learning things and crossing spectrums and um, bringing other ideas in and makes us more flexible humans and able to, I don't know, interact on more levels in life than maybe just the one that we're trained for. Um, all right, let's see here. We're going to play Angel from Montgomery for you folks. And I'm going to turn down this microphone because every time I play a song, well, I have, I have everything adjusted to like the talking level, but there's nobody else here to adjust the sound in this studio aside from myself. And uh, as soon as I start playing the guitar, uh, the needle just goes right through the roof, and uh, which isn't so great for folks listening over the radio because uh, it, it does lead to some... Some buzzing. So here we go. This is Angel from Montgomery. This is a John Prine song. in 
there's flies in the kitchen I can hear them buzzing And I ain't done nothing Since I walked out the day How the hell can a person Go to work in the morning listening to 105.5 KFGM Missoula's community radio station streaming online live at 1055kfgm.org my name is becca and we only have 40 minutes left of becca's evening buzz it goes by so fast and we are so, so fortunate uh, to have Monique Fortman in the studio with us tonight. She is Director of Adult Education at the Lifelong Learning Center. And um, you you didn't even, I, I mean, I got your response about coming on my show so fast. I think you you must just be so busy and engaged in, in what you do in Missoula. I mean, I was impressed. I was like, she must really like what she's doing and feel cool and good talking about it because at no point in time did I feel like you were like, oh, do I have to go on the radio and talk about this same old job? Like, you were you were right up for it. And here you sit smiling and looking just as bright, bright-eyed as as ever. I mean, I've, you always look so bright-eyed and... <laughs> Happy. You're supposed to be really busy. You're so, a director. You're some of us be... are really good ducks, right? <laughs> we we sit on the top of the pond and we look at like everything's all cool and collected. And then underneath we're paddling like crazy. Um, so sometimes it is like that. But oh, I uh, like that. I like that metaphor, like the cute little duck sitting on the pond looking so happy. But underneath the water, those little legs are just oh, going there's like a lot mad. going on. There's always a lot going on. But you know what? That's what keeps that's what keeps it challenging. Every day going to work, keeping it busy, keeping it different. There's not a whole lot of ho-hum that goes on in my life during the day at all. So it's Wait, good. If, if it's always challenging, aren't you always stressed out? Don't you come home from a day full of challenges and just need to like totally zone out, watch TV or something like that? Oh, I do that. I do that. But I, it's about taking nice big deep breaths and remembering why I do what I do because I love the rewards so yeah there's a few days that I'm like oh I'm exhausted but it's worth it totally worth it 
I I was I just love what you said about challenges uh, during your day and kind of making keeping life stimulating because I think I could be wrong and please correct me if I'm wrong but I think um, a lot of folks out there think that right the easiest way from the beginning of the day to the end of day is the best way right like let's just do it as right have as the fewest challenges as possible and get through the day so that right we can go back to our lives in the evening and have right do but you just said that you have challenges all day long and you said it with a big smile and looking very happy with yourself so i'm not very good about just going through the motions of things in my work or things in my life i'm always about finding different ways to do things to do them better uh, to provide a better service, to be a better me, to be a better mother, to be a better wife. So it's it's about which in many time many cases there's just way too much noise going on in my head too. So I have to remember to take many escapes <laughs> for me. Um, but it's I, I am always in the state of asking why? Why do we do it this way? Is this the best way to do it? Or is there another way that could be better, better for us, better for our students, better for our community? And the really cool thing about the team that I work with, everything from the frontline staff to what I would call our coordinators and our mid-management team, we all ask each other why. Everybody has permission to say, are you sure that's the way we want to do it? Are you sure that's the best way to do it? Are you sure that's the best format for this class? Are you sure that's the best way to advertise this? So everybody has the opportunity to challenge one another to think outside of the box and not just do it the same way because that's the way we've always done it. And being in an adult education program, we have to be in a constant state of change and evolution because of the needs of our students are changing, the needs of our community changes, the world changes. So it's about uh, listening and observing those changes and making sure that we are adjusting so that we can continue to meet the needs. Wow. Have you been taking meditation classes at the Lifelong Learning Center too? Are those we, offered? We do have meditation classes. <laughs> I do teach yoga. That helps, right? Um, but yeah, it's about stepping back and breathing. And and on days that are challenging, uh, those tend to be the days that we get the most rewards out of them. We don't necessarily see those rewards immediately. I expect to see them later. Oh, would you maybe let I, I would love to talk a little bit more about that. So you accept challenges, right? You get through a challenging day and, and you just said that there are more rewards from a challenging day and that you don't necessarily always see those rewards right away. Like you might have a challenging day and then sometime down the road, those rewards will come. Well, why? Why are there more rewards from a challenging day? Well, I have a. Uh... If I continue to go through the same steps every day and I do the same thing, it becomes monotonous to me, right? And I, I, lose, I lose the why I'm doing it. And as long as I can always have the connection to the why and the impact, it makes it so much easier for me to kind of embrace those challenges and then know that, yeah, maybe today wasn't the greatest day. 
right? Maybe my stress level was a little high for whatever reasons, but know that any time that I have to sit back and reflect and we have to gather as a team, or maybe it's somebody that has just said, you know, I, I know you said that's the way you want to do it, but I'm not 100% sure that's the way I want to do it. It gives us the opportunity as a team to come together and use more points of view to try to get where we're going rather than a single vision. While we have a, a specific mission that we all buy into, it sometimes takes those challenges and those um, questioning why we want to go the direction we want to go and, and where we really want to go. Is that really where we want to go to adjust what we know to be the norm and how we've been doing it to get to the point where we can provide a better service or a better product. So while there might be angst about something today, that angst that goes into trying to problem solve really should be rewarded when we're able to provide a good product or a great class or a, an, an exceptional service. So not everything's immediate gratification, right? It, sometimes it really takes a while for you to see the end result of something that maybe caused you some stress. Are there any examples from the past few years that you've been <laughs> director? I didn't want to say that, right? You were like, stop saying how long I've been director. So <laughs> no. the past, okay, more than a few, but the past years, is there anything that comes to mind of something that was challenging that uh, you didn't know how it was going to work out? And then over time, right, you kind of talk to people, took in other people's opinions, or this is me paraphrasing what you right. just said for the process. No, I think it happens on a daily basis. Oh. If it if it didn't happen on a daily basis, I would be a little worried. And and maybe, may, maybe daily isn't right, but it happens two or three, four or five times a week, depending on where we are and what we're going through. Um, we are a constantly changing environment and a constantly changing organization. And I think not everybody's comfortable in that organization. So when we look at people, when we look at hiring and being on our team, that's one of the things that we have to identify that is, are you in an environment that is suitable and that you handle a constant state of change? But it's it's kind of that expectation and we all feel that we have a great working relationship to the point that it, we should be asking that why almost all the time if you're not asking the why we feel bored right because then we're just we're just doing it to be doing it just because because that's what we're doing so yes just do it huh well so there's so many examples that it and I'm not sure they would really even mean anything to you because they're the inner workings. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you you blow the old saying: uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Completely out of the water, right? We shouldn't even have that saying in Missoula with you guys around, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, and I love that you're not just like sitting on your director pedestal, right? Saying like. I know how to do this, guys, and we're going to do it my way and blah, 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 right? It sounds like it's more of a kind of a democratic uh, thing that you've built there. It's very much a team, right? 
Um, I don't, I, when we hire, we definitely make sure we hire so that we have as many strengths on the team and everybody comes to the table with a different view and a different vision. And I think that's what gives us the ability to really make decisions that are more informed and provide better services to our students. So if someone wants to teach a class at the Lifelong Learning Center and they run through Like your... someone that might want to teach German? Ah! <laughs> sure, let's, let's use German. Okay, we'll example. use German as an example because I think I know somebody that might, you know, have the skills to teach German. <laughs> um, and so someone comes along and says, hey, I don't see German on your course offerings and uh, you, you might have some people in town who want to learn German. Where do you guys take it from there? Do you put it on the schedule and see if other folks come along and say, I want to learn German? Or how do you know? If so the first thing we do is we, we have a, uh, a system to actually propose a class. So people can go to our website, which is MissoulaClasses.com, right? Easy. Easy one to remember. And um, there is a, an instructor link there and people one of the things they can do is click on the link that says propose a class and what that will do is that will give individuals all the steps that it takes to propose a class for us we want to make sure that it's a class that would be suitable for our population but we also want to make sure that it's well thought out um, academically as far as objectives and a class outline and then they submit that to us and they can either do it in person or they can email it to us, whatever works. We do have a few requirements. Our instructors do not need to be certified teachers. They need to have expertise in what they're teaching and a passion for it and the ability to communicate with others uh, so that others can learn from them. And if they don't want to go to our website, they can always call us. I love this because our phone number is so easy to remember, right? Oh, what is it? Do you remember our phone number? Wait. Okay, I won't put you on the spot. I feel like I should, though. As long as you can remember the prefix 549 and count backwards 8765, you will remember our phone number. So people can also call us and ask us uh, how to propose a class. How often do you get uh, folks proposing a class? Quite often. Uh, if you ever take a look at our schedule, you will see that we have normally 15% of our classes in each one of our schedules are new classes. Uh, maybe this time, as a matter of fact, when this one came out, um, how to build a log cabin was Ooh. one of our classes last weekend. So that was a new class offering. We also, we have a lot of just incredible instructors in the Missoula area and in Western Montana that love to share their passion for whatever they do. So it's, it happens frequently. And then all of the proposals that we accept, all of those new instructors actually become employees of Missoula County Public Schools and they come into a new instructor orientation, which is a paid orientation. Ah. Trying to remember if I did that for yoga teaching. I don't know if I remember an, in, an introduction. That may not have happened because it was quite a few years ago. Ah, gotcha. Well, so how often do people, right, say they want to teach a class and then you say, eh, <laughs> not around here, not this class, not around here. 
Well, first of all, is it offensive? Because if it's offensive, we probably have to think twice about it. We are a school district. How to become a porn star or something like that? Yeah, we do have a pole fitness. Oh, nice. So one of our collaborations in town happens to be at the Mask Studio here in town. So we have a number of aerial arts classes, aerial fitness, aerial yoga uh, pole fitness. We do a juggling class there. So uh, we do a, a hit yoga class there. So what we like to do is we like to find community partners that have similar missions and philosophies and partner with them to be able to provide more opportunities for individuals in our community. We obviously don't have the space for the aerial arts. Mm-hmm but the mask studio does so it's a perfect fit and it's a great way to expose more individuals in our community to those types of arts we also have a great collaboration with um, alpine pt where we offer some pilates reformer and Coraline classes oh wow I, I didn't realize that you offer classes through yeah places like the mask and a pt clinic um I know that uh, at the parkour gym, they do adult parkour. Have have you ever partnered with the parkour gym? We have not done that yet, but you just never know, right? (laughs) So the question is, why not? Yeah, right. Why not? Why not? Um, Well, let's see. Gosh, this show always goes by so fast, and we already only have about 25 minutes left. And um, I'm, I'm tempted to play one more song uh, because sometimes I miss the chance at the end of the show, but we've only been, <laughs> we have to have our allotted uh, time to to talk about stuff uh, too. So I wondered, maybe before I play another song, where the Lifelong Learning Center is, is going in the next year or like what, what are some future plans that, I don't know if you're at free, at free to say, but if there's anything that you're, um, uh, free to tell folks listening about what they can look forward to. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. So there's one thing that's new that started in September that's pretty cool. Uh, we are now the IdentoGo enrollment center for individuals who are wanting to get TSA pre-check enrollment, do TWIC, which is, is a transportation Uh, certification as well as uh, truckers and um, people who drive with hazardous materials. So previously, if individuals in this area wanted to get TSA pre-check designated to be able to fly, they would have to go to either Billings or Spokane. So we are now an enrollment center here in Missoula for Western Montana. Now, does that mean that you kind of get your security clearance or something like that so that you don't have to stand in security lines or something well, like that? Well, it's airport? security, but it's quicker security. So people with TSA pre-check can go through what might be considered the fast lane, and they do not have to take their shoes off. They don't have to take their liquids out of their bag. They can keep a light jacket on. And they have a basically the fast lane through security. Doesn't mean they can't get pulled out for an extra security screening, but it's typically that fast lane. 
coming out of Missoula probably doesn't mean so much, but if you're somebody that travels a lot and you go through larger airports, people tend to really want that TSA pre-check. I had never even heard of such a thing before. Uh, I do know some people live in Missoula, but work in Denver or right Seattle or something ridiculous like that. Um, so that would probably come in handy for folks like that. And that's something that the Lifelong Learning Center already offers? It's a class or something? It's an enrollment process. So we just started in September. We take appointments on Wednesdays and Saturdays. It all happens through the Identigo website. So it's easy to find if people are interested. All they have to do is Google TSA PreCheck Enrollment, and it'll take them through the enrollment process. Um, they post our appointments out five weeks ahead of time, and we are typically full at least 45 days ahead. So um, it's obviously a need that was in our community. We saw that need. So it's kind of the thinking outside of the box theory. And um, so that service is now available. It's kind of cool. We do encourage folks that if, um, if there's not an appointment available, if they want to come in, we will still try to service them as walk-in enrollments. And all of the enrollment agents have been authorized to stay after the normal po posted hours to be able to serve everybody that came in as a walk-in. Wow. Well, you guys do so many things that aren't even necessarily related to education just because there's a need in the community and you're in a position to fill it, sounds like. Absolutely. Well, the other thing that happens is people, so we are one of the best kept secrets in Missoula, right? It never fails. I run into people all the time that say, oh, we never even knew you existed. So part of what Not we after do, this show. Right. <laughs> part of what we do is we look at services like that that would positively impact our student population. But it's also a great marketing tool for us because it brings people into our facility that maybe never knew it existed or they're coming in for a purpose other than education, find out it's a nice, comfortable, friendly location, and then we'll seek us out for other things. Have you um, seen enrollment just kind of go up over the years? or Enrollment has gone up ever since we moved to the Lifelong Learning Center where we are right now, which is right behind the Coca-Cola plant that's on 3rd Street. So we're on Curtis. Enrollment has gone up. We are pretty much plateaued at this point because of facilities. And the only way we can really continue to grow more, which we continue to do, is additional collaborations with other entities. Oh, gotcha. So you're not going to look for a new space for the Lifelong Learning Center anytime soon? Uh, I don't see that the school district really has another facility that would be any larger than where we are. I would love because, you know... I have been there as long as I have, and I have retirement in my vision. It would be incredible to be able to create a community center in Missoula that is really uh, has a great foundation in adult education and could be two and three times the size of what we have right now. That would be an amazing thing for this community. You see my little wheels turning. I'm I know. Like, where's the where's <laughs> kind of space? There's the old international school and the rattlesnake. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, that's not really centrally located. So yeah. there's there's so many things that you have to look at for adults. Uh, you know, it has to be on the bus line because we serve a ton of the refugees that are coming into Missoula that obviously don't have driver's licenses. And so you're looking at a definitely a convenience level and to be able to pull individuals from all corners of our community you have to be centrally located so there's so many things that go into it and the cost is phenomenal and if we want to keep our classes at a low cost we take a look at is it really worth growing or is it worth maintaining that lower cost so that we can impact the greater number of folks Right, because a fancy schmancy right uh, facility will definitely cost people coming to take classes there more, more money for sure. And we want people to feel comfortable coming into our building. We we work really hard to make sure that we are an a, a comfortable space where people feel comfortable wearing what they want to wear. And not feeling like there's a status quo when you walk into the facility. It is definitely, you see people of all walks of life in Missoula in there. And we want everybody to feel comfortable in that space. Because adult education is for everybody. Absolutely. Um, well, what about you, Monique? Um, you have been uh, involved with a lifelong learning center for 29 years. I won't say it again. I promise. <laughs> promise. But uh, you should be bragging about that because I, I was like, you look like you're 29. I would say that again about 50 times too. It's, you've been doing it for 29 years, but you look like you're 29. So I don't know where you put all those other years uh, of your life. But um, Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you keep saying that. Um, and I, I wonder how what will convince you to retire? Is Are, you, are they going to have to, right... Put a put a carrot on a stick and say like here. Oh no, it won't take any convincing. <laughs> uh, my husband and I have two kids in college, right? Congratulations! So we have a junior who is in the computer science program here at the university, and a sophomore who is only eighteen, and is. Oh, that's young for a sophomore. She is. She graduated high school in three years, so she started college a year early and still doesn't know what she wants to do besides be a college student. So it's probably a good place to be. Um, yes. It's, you know, they're both embracing education. Uh, my husband's in the school system, too. So we need to get those kids out of college before we actually really say that R word. And... Um, Oh, you're way too young to retire, though. Wait a minute. Don't you have like another 15 years or something like that? It's lots of years. I want to make sure that I still love going to work every day. And if I ever get to the point that I feel like I'm uninspired or not motivated or not challenged, um, that's going to be my indicator that it's time to retire and go do something else. Do you think that could ever happen with... The lifelong, I mean, it sounds like 29 years of, you've been totally challenged, right? And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, inv in invested in, and engaged and engaged. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't see it and I don't feel it right now, but you never know when that's going to hit. 
And I just want to make sure that I'm always cognizant that it can hit. And I want to make sure that uh, I know when it's time to time to go. Yeah, well, I, I, it sounds like you know, like you're a lady who, you, you, you sound like you're pretty grounded in yourself. And that when that time comes, it, it seems like you, you would know. Um, if I don't know, my team better tell me, right? <laughs> That's how that works, because we all keep each other grounded. So I hope somebody says, hey, by the way, you might want to think about retiring. And that would be okay. That'd take a really special team, right? It would, it would. Now, if I walk in tomorrow and they have a little note on my door that says, you know, you might think about retiring. <laughs> I hope not. Not right after this interview. I know. <laughs> um, but I love that you, that, you, that you said that, too, that you want to keep doing it until, well, either you, you have to stop or, uh, or you feel that it no longer is a, a, an occupation that keeps you learning, growing right on your toes and that's such an important quality in life to continue challenging oneself um if we're not challenged sure it might seem like life is super easy but we need challenges to have self-confidence i i believe you you need to see that you can uh, overcome challenges to have faith in yourself and your own power and your own ability strength and um Coming back to adult education, right? If you have the tools to overcome challenges, it makes it a lot easier, right? If you, there's something that you want to do and it seems like an insurmountable challenge, well, uh, maybe a little ed education will make it not so insurmountable, right? It might bring it within your reach. Um, and I, I just love, I, I wanted you to come on my show and talk about adult education because I think it's so wonderful and, and important. Uh, and what you guys do at the Lifelong Learning Center is such a great resource for this community. And the fact that you guys exist at all and then have grown and th flourished over the years, uh, not only because you have been paying attention to what people need, and right, but also because people have been coming there and using those resources and then taking them back out into our community and using them to make our community a, right, a better place. If, if people enrich their lives, they give that back to the community, don't you think? Absolutely, yes. And you know what we see quite often is we see some incredible tutors that volunteer their time and come into our program to continue giving back to their community also. So while we have this incredible group of 200 plus instructors that help us do what we do, we also have a great group of volunteer tutors that come in and for instance, help our, our English language learners learn to read and uh, help them fill out job applications and write resumes and become more adept in medical terminology so they can go on in a career. So this is Missoula's community is an ideal community for both lifelong learning and people having the opportunity to continue to explore their passions and many of those volunteers have the passion of education. And so we see it come back to us constantly. So it's, it continues to excite me, right? I can't, I, 
when you said come in and talk, I'm like, oh yeah, I can come in and talk because that's what we do. That's what we love and we want to keep doing it. Would you like to, you, you've said many times that uh, the challenges of adult education in your job have brought uh, also many rewards. I wondered if you would maybe describe some of the things that you find most rewarding. It can be as small as one of our students in one of our fitness and health classes coming in, knowing they have limited mo mobility and engaging in a class with us and seeing changes in their body physically to our students that earn a high set or the, which is their high school equivalency and on graduation day here in June when all of the other high schools graduate we also have our students walk across the stage at the Adams Center and receive their high school equivalency diploma. So it can go from something very personal where others might not even acknowledge that there's been a difference made in their lives. Maybe they're feeling less pain or greater flexibility or greater mobility or feeling more fit in their lives to feeling more enriched in their lives from learning a language or uh, learning how to quilt or learning how to do stained glass or a, a foreign language to those people that really can move on with their lives with earning their high school diploma and or getting a job that is in a career field that they're passionate about. So it's it's those tiny little things all the way up to those bigger monumental things. We have in our building what we call our wall of fame. And it's not our fame, it's our students' fame. And if you ever want to experience kind of what some of our students have experienced in uh, learning how education can be a very important part of their lives and see why I get rewards, where I get rewards, you'll come spend a couple, few minutes, right? Just reading some of our students' stories. And it is mind-blowing and emotional and touching. And they are people that had never really been engaged in education and didn't have a great experience and were able to make changes in their lives and move forward. And many of them thank us for that. So they're, they're tiny little morsels. Sometimes those rewards are, or they're really big ones sometimes. Um, you know, when I, I started off doing this, uh, well, Becca's Morning Buzz, and that was over, gosh, it's over a year and a half ago, I started doing Becca's Morning Buzz. And um, a big premise of that show was, uh, resil was resilience, community resilience. And, um, and, I, I, and I've tried to keep that theme kind of going throughout my show. I wouldn't say every single show we talk about resilience, but uh, in this definitely right now, I would like to bring up that uh, the Lifelong Learning Center helps Missoula be a more resilient resilient community. I would say it's a pretty direct uh, link there. I mean, if you are providing educational resources, for example, to uh, kids who are not making it in the public school system, and they can still finish school without paying, uh, by going to the Lifelong Learning Center, that's an incredible opportunity. Um, or refugees, right, who come here 
are not speaking the language that they can walk into the lifelong learning center and get the resource the resources they need to get started in the first place that's a huge deal not to mention that uh, i think a lot of people uh, become right that depression stems uh, for a lot of people from feeling helpless and feeling stuck in your life and one great way to change right turn depression around is to feel right take to take feel like you can take control of your life and one way to do that is to try something you've never done before pick up a new skill and and that's another thing that folks at the lifelong learning center can can easily do because it's accessible cost wise it's accessible location wise it's accessible and then program wise it's accessible you have so many uh, right you offer so many things that i think it would be difficult for any single person to look at the list of things offered at the lifelong learning center at missoulaclasses.com right? right and say like i'm not interested in any of this stuff <laughs> right i mean can't imagine that uh, very many people could look at the whole list and say boring <laughs> well and if there's something you're interested in and we don't have that's a great opportunity to pick up the phone and give us a call and say hey do you have this because that tells us that there's an interest out there and we track that and maybe you're not the only person that wants a class in that and that gives us the opportunity to try to seek out somebody that might be able to teach it be no, just know that if you call us and say hey do you have a class in this and we'll if we have to say well not right now we'll say do you know of anybody that might be able to teach it <laughs> find us a teacher we'll have a class exactly <laughs> Well, um, I, I'm going to play us one more song, and we only have uh, about five minutes left in the show, so um, we're going to come back and get some closing comments from you, Monique, and um, I like to always try to play songs that I feel like are, are pertinent somehow to the interview, and uh, yeah, like I, I said before, I don't have any songs that are directly about going out there and getting educated, um, but this song is a song that I wrote, and it has the words um, teach in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, oh, here we go. Uh, I'll play this song. It's called Mind Misaligned. Uh, and here we go. It's hard to talk and play sometimes.
Again, that song is called Mind Misaligned. We are wrapping up Becca's morning, Becca's evening buzz. I still keep calling it Becca's morning buzz. Becca's evening buzz. And uh, Monique Fortman, you are the uh, Director of Adult Education at the Lifelong Learning Center. And uh, do you have any last things you'd like to say before we wrap this up? You don't have to either. Education is inspiring. Learning is growing. And... I just, I challenge people to try it, right? Whether they're learning more about their bodies, learning more about the world as a whole, uh, learning more about other people. It's, it's a way to continue to engage your brain. And there's so much research out there on us as an aging population, um, making sure that we continue to engage our brain and we can engage that brain with mental games. We can engage it with learning about new things or learning new skills and we can engage it by moving our bodies. And I think that we are an aging population and the term lifelong learning is really something that we can continue to do for more than most people assume. Education no longer is a K-12 and then post-secondary education or training program. I think it's something that we can engage in our whole lives. And uh, I just, I challenge people to try it. 
some things work for people, other things don't. Uh, the very cool thing is in our program, we have a satisfaction guarantee. So if you go to a class and you decide it's not for you, we'll give you your money back. And we just want to make sure that we, the people find their place and are comfortable and the classes that they take from us are the right fit. So if you're not sure, uh, take a step and try it. Right, because you, you don't know until you try. Absolutely, you never know. And if you don't use it, you lose it. That's what I've heard. I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to test that theory. Don't test that one. That's not worth nope, testing. Nope. Um, and I'm so happy because we also uh, had another saying, and we threw it out the window in this show, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That one is, we're going to put that in the garbage can, and uh, and I, I don't even think that's really a thing. I think anybody at any age can learn new things and right to use their brain power to some of us it just might take longer and that's okay right not everybody learns at the same rate and in the same way so some people might be really quick studies at some things and others might need more practice but who cares yeah the, the important thing is sticking with things and and trying them out and not giving up just because it's hard i would never have a radio show if i did that um, well, Monique, thank you so much for taking the time out of your Monday evening after you've been working all day and teaching a spin class right before you came here uh, and barely having dinner. Uh, thank you so much for coming on my show, Becca's Evening Buzz, and speaking with the community about all of the resources that the Lifelong Learning Center offers in uh, here in Missoula, our very own Montana town. And uh, MissoulaClasses.com uh, is the website if anyone wants to look it up and see what you uh, all offer at the Lifelong Learning Center. And keep in mind, folks, that if you don't see it on the list, you can call them and uh, they will do their best to put it on the list. Um, and if you have someone to suggest as a teacher, they will also take that into consideration. And I guess that's it. I think that's it for our show Excellent. tonight. <laughs> it's been great. I, I agree. Thank you so much. So I'm so glad I asked you to come on my show. I'm so glad that you asked me about subbing and um, that I asked you to come on my show in response. <laughs> that worked out really well. And um, you are welcome to come back anytime, even not for a whole show. Sometimes I have folks on come on for like 20 or 30 minutes just to update, say if they have something they want to report, talk to the community about. You are more than welcome to just and anytime. Really. I might send you some of my instructors that are very passionate about what they do. Oh, absolutely. Because you said uh, being passionate is a criteria for the folks who come and teach at your at yes. the Lifelong Learning Center. And that's the same criteria for folks who come on my show. They have to be passionate about what they're doing. It took me a while to realize what my criteria were, but that is uh, right there. Um, that's the biggest one. So I'm going to put a song on uh, the computer here for you folks. Spencer is going to come on in and play some fun music for you from his uh, extensive record collection. And uh, he's going to get started with that in the uh, by, by 8 o'clock. So I'm going to get my butt out of here so he can get started. Thank you so much for listening, folks. And we'll catch you next week on Becca's Evening Buzz. <laughs>